That I have no clue for. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other and maybe even you into liking what we like. This week, we're trying to remember where we talked into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 2012 series on Nickelodeon. My name is Jeff, and I once paid $1 to use a self-cleaning porta potty My name is Dan, and I just bought a very expensive pair of moccasins. <laughs> My name is Jimmy, and the first Turtles thing that I had received was the 2K3 box set from Dan. Oh, that's I think I talked you, about it earlier or on yeah. one of the episodes, but Dan's, it's fine. So, so your your moose skin moccasins have departed us. So, my moose leather mocks, I still own them. I wear them occasionally, but they're in very bad shape. Um, oh, they're just like worn down. There's like no soul left on them. The uh, <laughs> The ties you ain't got that, no soul. Yeah, the ties are like broken, and I've like retied them back together. Uh, so yeah, I don't really wear them a lot. And subsequently, like when those started to get bad, I I would purchase like uh like a cheap crappy like Hanes moccasin slipper <laughs> for around the house. And I've gone through like two of those. They fall apart in like a month or two. So I was like, you know what? Those moose leather mocks lasted me years. So I went back online. And purchase the same brand, those Minnetonkas. They cost like sixty bucks, but it, it's worth it than buying like multiple pairs of cheap ones in the same amount of time. What a what a Dan fact that is! Thank you. I love it. I like it. I like that. Yeah. Speaking so, of Dan things, yeah, Dan things. Uh, Dan's sister, my sister Rebecca. Um, she listened to our, uh, Childish Gambino episode and she had some thoughts on it. Was so not a fan. This voicemail, yes. not a fan. She left me this voicemail. Um, we're going to play for you right now and comment on it. Ready? Yep. Right. Hi, it's your sister. I know you're recording the podcast, but I want you to send this voicemail to Jimmy so that he can put it on the next episode. Because I have a lot of critiques on the Childish Gambino episode as being a super fan myself. Number one, you did not shout me out like you said you were going to for reviewing that playlist. Number two, his first studio album was actually not because of the internet. It's actually Camp, which was released, I believe, in 2011. Um, also, the... Oh, you're texting me right now. Also, the song Backpackers, is actually referencing um, some of the more intellectual rappers, such as Mac Miller, Childish Gambino himself, early Kanye, which I know you did touch on. Um, but in my opinion, we need to have a follow-up episode with me as your guide because it's just not ready. Also, I want to know when we're recording Mac Miller. Thanks. Pretty much every gripe she had was wrong. Like you guys didn't talk about this, but we did. Camp was his first album. Yeah, we said that. There were a bunch of things she said that we actually said in the episode. So I don't know if she was actually listening. I think she called and the left a voicemail in the middle of the episode. So some of the things we talked about later oh, in the episode. Yeah. But also I think she just like felt you know when you're a fan of something and you yeah. hear people talking about it and they don't do as good of a job as you think they do? Well, uh, dude, that happens should. all the time. Like our Star Trek Discovery episode, I remember somebody commented saying that I don't know what I'm talking about. And they're right. That was true. Like, yeah, I, I like Star Trek Discovery. I think it's a great show. Season four, not as great. Haven't finished it yet. But like, I don't actually know what I'm talking about. We never claim to be pros or like we're not exactly. historians. We just say what we know and what we like. And I'm sure... 60% of what we say is accurate. Like, there's so much stuff that's wrong on this <laughs> podcast. But, you know, like, it's fun. But I know what you're saying, because if I listen to something, like, other people talking about, like, a band I like, and they get something wrong, I'm like, they're actually not right. They formed in 1992 when they met at uh, yeah. their uncle's barbecue or whatever. Well, guys, we're going to get a chance to hold Rebecca accountable and see how well she does up wow. there in the spotlight without all the help. Uh, she's going to be on an episode coming up soon. 
uh, talking us into one of her favorites, Mac Miller. So we're going to find out how well she does in front of the microphone. Yeah, we'll mm. see. We will see. Jimmy, in the meantime, I heard that we got a pretty nice review sent to us in our email, talkmeinto at gmail.com. That's right. Uh, you can follow, or you can send us an email, talkmeinto at gmail.com, as Dan uh, just said as well. But um, because Spotify doesn't allow reviews, uh, this title is five stars if Spotify allowed it, um, which I believe they do give they, stars. They now. allow stars. You yes, them. you can rate yeah. it, but you can't review it. That's right. Yeah. But uh, this is from Tyson Storms, um, who has a profile picture of either Feraligator or Croconaw from Pokemon. So that's cool. I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> the email says, hey, I discovered the podcast about a year ago and I started from the first episode onward. Good on you. <laughs> Good fellow. I appreciate that. Um, I am now on your episode uh, on the book called It's Kind of a Funny Story. I'm tuning in. I'm tuning into it right now after leaving this review. So even though I'm behind a good, still a good amount, I'm happy to have a lot of episodes left of yours to listen uh, to it. And I think it's great. I believe it's my favorite podcast to listen to. Well, and that's great. It's we great. I hope that. we hear back from him because that episode is very depressing. And if we don't, I will be very worried. <laughs> oh no. Poor Tyson. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for sending out the review. And I hope that you'll be able to hear this someday. Uh, I hope you get through all of talk me into. That'd be great. I'm curious how, or curious what he uh, found us with, or if he just like saw our podcast and started from episode one. Yeah. I'd so, be yeah, curious Tyson, to know that too. I'm trying know, to look yeah. to see what episode that was. Uh, episode 90. So that was like, we're on 160 something now. So yeah, I mean, he was in a 90 episodes. That's a long time. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, good for you, man. Yeah, man. Good for you. Good for you. So guys, good for you, we're, we're not doing talking ourselves into this, this little series where we talked into, we like to revisit old topics in like round table formats. Round tables are where we present multiple topics per episode. Um, in this case, it was an episode called Dan day, which we did, um, <laughs> in May of 2021. So a year ago. And, we for each other's birthdays the other two hosts would present uh the birthday boy the birthday fella with a topic that we know is a shoe in that they're gonna love just an easy yeah. episode and i kind of goofed um you'll, you'll hear <laughs> you'll hear the episode i meant to give dan uncanny x-force and while we're recording my brain was like teenage mutant ninja turtles 2012 from nickelodeon and i just went with it and as soon as we were done recording i was like dan hates that show so, yep. <laughs> so i don't know why i did but that led into two other uncanny x-force episodes that turned out to be pretty good episodes and we got to read some uncanny x-force um, but yeah, the, we did not talk about this show on our TMNT TV show episode because we are doing this where we talked into where we dive deep into a few episodes. So um, I know that I have fond memories of this because Dan hated it. Uh, Dan, how do you feel about this episode? Uh, I'm never going to listen to it because uh, it was not enjoyable, uh, but I think it's uh, fun to sort of bring this up in the context of our TMNT month. Yeah, and, uh, just just to illustrate, uh, you know, sort of a running theme throughout this month month, which is that the Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtles are a great property that, if handled poorly, can be very bad and annoying. <laughs> so C, let's rise of the TMNT. Yeah, so let's huh. listen back to Jeff trying to convince me that a show I already didn't like is something good. Getting a groove on all night long, shaking my. Till the break of dawn I'm stepping on the scene Huh? You got me feeling mean What? You got me seeing green You ain't gonna step to me Happy birthday to Dan Happy (laughs) birthday to Dan Happy birthday to Dan the man (laughs) Happy birthday to you Yay, it's your birthday this week Yay. The week we're recording gonna, this, not the week. The week yeah. Because yeah. oh, we're stupid. We're doing Jimmy Day. We did that. We recorded it the week of his birthday. So on the week of his birthday, he could have some fun stuff to do. It's not yeah. coming out the yeah. week of his birthday. Same thing with Dan. We're like, we're picking two topics for Dan because it's his birthday. Yeah. That we know 
he's going to like or should be easy likes because we don't want to put in the hard work. We just want to give him a couple easy, fun things to, to do. I'm excited what, for this. Yeah. And Dan, you have no idea what we're going to pick. No. Unlike I feel like most podcasts have like a conceit, but behind the scenes, they don't really follow it. We actually do. So we have not discussed this at all. And I'm assuming you nope. guys discussed it behind the we scenes. Have. Away from yeah. Me. Yep. Yep. So I'm excited for this. I have no clue. That um, I have no clue for. <laughs> Dude, Jimmy, you should redo the intro again, but with you as a little baby <laughs> saying it's all new intros every day. <laughs> I just think it would be funny just to add on, just like make it longer. Every episode is like five seconds longer. That sounds um, like a Jeff job. Yeah, I, I, I'll do it. I'm doing it. And boy, he sure did it. I set up my entire microphone to record this, what you're hearing right now, while editing, because I didn't know I talked about putting this in the intro in the Dan Day episode. When I put it in the intro to the Were We Talked Into episode, go back and listen to the, to the intro of this episode. I put it in there, and then I did like a cowboy voice or something. Like, I just pictured uh, Sam Elliott just saying, you know, okay, here's the rest of the episode. Right. So when we did Jimmy Day, we did the commitments and a Wilhelm scream. He was yep. talking yep. to him. Easy peasy. Yep. Fun little Correct. thingy thingies. So this week, I kind of had a hard time picking something because there were several things I wanted to pick, like X-Men Evolution. And then there was like some music I was thinking of. But I was like, we, let's just. We also have basically the same interests. Yeah, that's why it's very yeah. difficult. Because I'm trying to like think of something that's easy too. Um, okay. So I'm picking something that at first you didn't like this, but oh. I think that you will when I present it to you now. Because okay. you like Ninja Turtles, yes. and I like Ninja Turtles, and we could never talk about Ninja Turtles because we like Ninja Turtles. Yeah, <laughs> but I am going to talk you into the 2012 Nickelodeon series Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> wow. So That's a fun this reaction. This is not the conceit of this show. <laughs> so, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. This is why I want to do this, because I, I think I, I think I got you. There's a lot of things that we both don't like about this show, right? Yeah. We could, we could probably do a whole episode on what we don't like about it. Yeah. But there's a lot in this show that is good great and that's what i want you to see so i'm not necessarily like i don't want you to say yes and then expect you to watch the whole series i want you to say what i saw is interesting enough let me watch specific episodes because with this series that's what i would do because i th there's a lot of really good stuff and a lot of really bad stuff and i actually went on a Ninja Turtles forum, which I was of course he did a very yes he did frequent I want, user. I read of, the article. Um, I haven't used it in a while. The a Technodrome forums, and I explained to them. I explained to them the show, what I'm doing, and a lot of people pitched in with ideas. Um, some gave a lot of episodes. Um, some users gave really good suggestions. Some were like, just watch it in order. And I was like, listen, I'm not watching it in order. It's bad. And it's kind of funny, too, because <laughs> on this on this website that loves Ninja Turtles and loves all the like really bad stuff, too. And I remember people loving this show on this forum. Everybody's like, it's not great overall. <laughs> um, I'm just giving you two episodes. I'm giving you. Um, a two-parter so it's just like it's pretty much just like a 44 minute episode annihilation earth it is the season finale of season three and i picked this one i haven't really rewatched this series so a lot of like the the 2k3 series i've watched a lot and um i can tell you a lot of the episodes there but this one i, I was having a little problems with but this episode features a lot of different things it's kind of at a point in the series where I don't have to explain to you like who Utrams are or who Shredder is. You know that there's some characters in here who yes. you'll be like, I don't know this, but I know this take like this episode has the turtles in New York city with Triceratons with uh, the Krang or the Utram fighting Shredder fight. It, it, it's, it's has all of this stuff. So you're telling me it doesn't have a monster of the week that is made up of pizza and voiced by Roseanne Barr. <laughs> 
<laughs> no. Because <laughs> that was a great episode. <laughs> no, it it doesn't. Th- this episode is, and it ends on a cliffhanger too. So, I, which goes into some cool places. This this series does explore a lot of cool stuff, and that's what I want you to see. So that's what I think the the reason I pick this uh, series was for. Now, the the difficult thing. One of the reasons why I almost didn't pick it is because it's going to be a little hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think this is streaming anywhere. So Nickelodeon uh, did this really dumb thing where for years, like the the 2K3 series, they never release season releases of it. It's hard yeah. to get. The DVDs are worth a lot of money. Paramount Plus just came out. They put the 2K3 series up. That's awesome because that series should be accessible to everybody. This series, they also... I think they did season releases for like the first two, but then they never released Blu-rays. They never did a box set. It's not streaming anywhere, which is stupid. I don't know why they do that because it's a franchise that people would buy, but I have all of the DVDs and I will let you borrow this DVD to watch these two episodes. Okay. I thought you were going to say that I just had to put on Pluto TV, the Ninja Turtles channel and just watch (laughs) that for like two weeks and hope that they showed up. I put that on in the background. That's some of my fun fun. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah, fun. Really good. This this is on the the DVD called Revenge, which has like twelve episodes on it. And I'll let you borrow that, Jimmy. I'm sure you have means to watch the episodes on your own. Yeah, I can look it up. Yeah, because we're we're adults, we know how to do that. But sometimes we have to hold Dan's hand. But you like Ninja Turtles? <laughs> I'm I not think, good at technology. <laughs> I think that um, you like this, and I haven't rewatched this. I skimmed through to make sure there was none of that dumb shit that you hate because I don't <laughs> like it either. But like I said, there's a lot of really good stuff in here and i really want you to see the really good stuff like first i was thinking about doing episodes with karai but it's just it's too much to give you on a fun episode i didn't want to have to make you work okay (laughs) oh this is interesting i wasn't expecting this this is like when someone gives you socks for a birthday present (laughs) (laughs) but then you turn 35 and you're like this is a good present you're like i could use a pair of socks (laughs) yeah yeah when jeff uh pitched this to me i was like oh boy this is gonna be an uphill battle but um yeah i mean i've i've watched the show too and i've seen some really cool stuff out of the series i was never a huge fan of it i would i definitely preferred 2k3 over this but oh um, for sure but, but like the karai storyline is awesome the space stuff is some of it's pretty good there's some cool characters in there. right um but yeah dude triceratons like that was my first instagram name dude triceraton they're awesome Oh, yeah. I had yeah. Kevin Eastman sketch me a Triceraton. Cool. I like Triceratons, and you will too. Yeah. So, Jeff's idea for Dan Day <laughs> is to pitch me something that he kind of likes and hasn't seen in a long time <laughs> and knows that I actively dislike. Got it. <laughs> Happy birthday. Here's something that you'll have to suffer through. I'm remembering this for Jeff Day in September. <laughs> Uh, Jeff for Jeff day I'm talking you into ingesting broken glass (laughs) see I know you don't like this yeah but give it a chance if you've eaten broken glass in the past you might like it better the way I present it to you worst case scenario worst case you're like "Ah, I don't think you're gonna hate this I really don't yeah, I'm down. I mean, it's only two episodes. We should have a repercussion, though. Go, I mean, I won't hold you to it, but for upcoming uh, birthday episodes, if the person doesn't like it, they should get to throw a pie in the face of the person who presented it. If we record wow. in person, then yes, we Let's can do, do that. it. September, if I don't talk Jeff into something, he gets to throw a pie in my face. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to cream pie you. <laughs> That's the end of the segment. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> okay, fellas, my birthday was last week, I think, and I feel no different. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't I'm pretty remember. sure that was like a week and a half ago at this point, but yeah, it's uh, fine. When, you're, when you're 34, birthdays don't matter. It's just a day where you eat a piece of cake. Um, And another way that we celebrated was by watching some cartoons because 
that's what Jimmy and Jeff think of me. That's that's also <laughs> what happens when you're 34. You just watch yeah. cart watch cartoons and eat a piece of cake. Um, so we presented uh, this Ninja Turtle show that Dan isn't a huge fan of to Dan last episode yes. or last time we recorded. And it was very funny. And um, as soon as we stopped recording, I text Jimmy and I was like, I just remembered what I actually wanted to talk him into. And it wasn't this. <laughs> oh, I wanted to talk you into Uncanny X-Force, the comic series, because I was like, oh, it relates to X-Men. It's an amazing comic series. And I just forgot about it. So instead, we watched Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah that's um, interesting yeah so yeah. i think we'll have to do uncanny x-force in a an upcoming episode i would love remind- to do that actually so uh because i've never read it either so I'd yeah, yeah it's it's amazing uh, yeah I, I haven't read much remind me which episodes we watched i forgot the season and the number and all that right so we watched uh i only gave you two episodes i could have given you the episode before dinosaur in the sewer but i was like I'm going to keep it short for him. So um, I gave you two episodes to watch the last two episodes of season three, which actually can be found on Hulu. I did not know that they were on Hulu. Um, Annihilation Earth. And on Hulu, it's just one 40 minute episode that they just put both episodes together. So it's uh, it's very easy to watch. And this is this is kind of a kitchen sink episode, which is why I gave this to you. Um, And upon rewatch, there might there might be some stuff that I I wouldn't have given you, but I think that it shows you a little bit of a lot of what the series is. And maybe there's some stuff in there that you find interesting. So Dan, why don't you take it away? Okay. So, um, yeah, I think you aptly referred to this. And by the way, we will be spoiling this in this segment. I think you aptly described this as a kitchen sink sort of episode because mm-hmm. it has in everything. The words, yeah. In the words of one of my favorite SNL characters, this show has everything. <laughs> <laughs> It's got triceratons with broken nose pieces. It's got crying rebels. It's got many mutanimals, as they're referred to. It's got technodromes. Uh, yeah, I was actually surprised when they started calling the Krangs the Utroms because I remember when the show first started, they only called them the Krangs, and people were like, "Oh, they should call them Utroms." Yeah, I that's was like, oh, they they started doing that. That's one of the things I really uh, hated about this because, like, I like when things change and when things are different, but I think that the '80s series is not good. It's it's nostalgic. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, and a lot of turtles diehards stand by it. And I'm like, listen, I understand. Like, I grew up on that shit. It's what got me into turtles. It's very nostalgic. I can't yeah. watch it. Like, I, <laughs> it's not. Well, this great. is this is something that you and I have come like head to head over before, which is that it's it it's the same good as it always was. It's it's you that changed, not the show. So in other words, right. like yeah. I introduced this the original series to my like six year old niece at the time, and she absolutely loved it, and she still loves it. Um, but that's not the same thing as being enjoyable for an adult man with a wife well, no, and child. That's, that, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, people who are fans who are around our age still, still are like, it's yeah, quality. this show is great. Like it's, it's not great. It's, it is what it is. It's great it for did children. What it did. Um, and, and Jeff, you and I've had the same argument about the 2012 series. I'm like, this is not good. And you're like, it's good for what it is, but. Um, well, yeah, but like, so when, when, like Jimmy said, when this came back and they have the Utram as the Krang, I was like, oh, they, they took these, this species that I like and they turned it into this character that I don't like. So when this episode came out and you're introduced to Bishop, which is a character that was introduced in the 2003 series, um, and they made him an Utram, I was like, okay, first of all, that's cool. Uh, second of all, now the Utram are like this rebel sect of the Krang. And I was like, I like that part. That's very cool to me. See, I have not really watched a lot of this series and I didn't remember that name change thing. So I was confused when he's like, I am from a tribe called the Utram. I'm like, yeah, we know. I didn't realize that that was like, new for this show. Right. Yeah. So like when they did that, I was like, all right, so now, now it's pretty cool because like also the Krang are annoying um, the way that they yes. speak and everything. And I believe that they are voiced by Nolan North who also voiced Cyclops. Yep. And I did not look that up. It's just information that I know. He was also Nathan Drake in the Uncharted series. Oh, you're well, right. I noticed that I forget their names, but the two baddie Krangs that we see, one of them is voiced by Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Who, yes. Krang, Krang <laughs> subprime. Yeah. Whom I love, but I hate in this role. Yep. Uh, and the other one is a pretty well-known voice too. I thought I can't remember. So uh, 
I did not look this up, but Krang Prime, it was voiced by Roseanne Barr, which you mentioned yes. in the previous episode. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if Hulu went and changed it or edited this episode because Krang Prime did not have many speaking parts, and that was not Roseanne. Oh, really? It was, I don't know whose voice it was. But it could like, have been the original show, too. They may not have wanted to pay Roseanne for this tiny appearance. Yeah, so, like, I don't know if they canceled her or if it just wasn't her in this role. But, yeah, like, I I don't, that's another part of the show I don't really care for is. That uh, goddamn cancel culture forced us to miss out on Roseanne. <laughs> I want my Roseanne for Ultron, whatever her name is. Ultron. I don't know. <laughs> big annoying dumb brain character yeah right so 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 i guess like before this episode um the turtles had faced a triceraton named zog zog yes not zod but zog Zog. (laughs) neil before zog yeah uh, he fell to his death and all he got was this lousy metal plate on his nose no that's mozar oh yep sure that stuff So uh, he fell from the Statue of Liberty, which they showed in this episode many times. So I think that they might have spent a lot of time or money on making that model. Yeah. But yeah, the the big thing in this episode, Jeff, like you said, is that they meet Bishop. At first, they think he's another baddie, another Krang, but he's an Utram. And uh, he warns them that uh, the Technodrome is coming to... uh, do something bad destroy the earth because the the triceratons also want to destroy the earth because they're mad at each other and earth is just like a pawn in this intergalactic yeah the the yeah the triceraton and krang are at at a war and the krang destroyed the triceraton's home world and there was only like a a shuttle full of triceratons left so there's a small triceraton army they want to destroy earth because utrams have you know they've started planted themselves on earth yeah so they're a bit of a reach it is but we'll like like it. i said it's a kitchen sink episode it's all this shit just thrown in and it sets up for future stuff which is at the end of the episode so oh, i yeah. guess like if i i mean <clears throat> let's be honest here these two episodes total are like less than 45 minutes and there's yeah. a lot of shit that happens in them there is yeah so things move like really quickly but if i'm remembering correctly like the turtles bring in like the mutanimals, which are another thing that is a terrible name for characters that I know and have <laughs> fond memories of. <laughs> that's um, not that's that's an existing thing from really. All- I never heard him referred to as that. Oh, yeah, so the mutanimals started in the Archie comic series. Mm-hmm. Um, that's or or in the cart. Yeah, yeah, it is. But when the series came back in 2011 on IDW, the comic series, they also did this updated version of the Mutanimals. So what I love about the IDW series is that they take these corny things that I don't like from the past, like the Mutanimals or and like other cool, things yeah. from art. Yeah. And they make them pretty cool. And I think yeah. that this series does an OK job at that. Like Monkey Brains. That's an original character. <laughs> I'm not a fan of uh, Pigeon. To say Pete. the least. Pigeon yeah. Pete was in this show first, and then they brought him into the IDW series. So that was actually pretty cool. He I doesn't show up in this, though, I don't think. Does no. he? No, I don't think he was in this one, but he is part of the Mutanimals. But like Mondo Gecko's in here, and he's voiced by the, the guy who did yeah. Michelangelo's voice in the 80s series. So Dude, that's cool one of the few like times when I actually recognized a voice performance and then like looked it up and verified that I was correct. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. Um and I, basically, like, the, they split into, like, two teams. One of them is going to, like, stay on Earth and try to, like, stop the Triceraton from setting up their black hole machine. And uh, the other team was going to go, like, try to take out the Technodrome. Right. And, uh, yeah, I don't really remember a lot of the fine inner workings no, of those two fine. battles. But um, I think the Technodrome is destroyed, but uh, they fail and the Triceratons, like, install their black hole weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like we need even more backup because Triceratons are just like phasing in from anywhere. So um, Casey Jones shows up. April shows up. Um, Splinter goes to like Shredder and his like bad mutants who are like yeah. Bebop, Rocksteady and then a tiger guy that I yeah. didn't know. Tiger Claw. Yeah. Well, that's convenient. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, it's fine that you don't. It's fine that you don't know him. He's actually a pretty cool character. Um, he's had a few episodes on his own. So if you're interested in that character, you can find out more if you watch the show. Mm. Uh, cool. He's not. Uh, he's not. <laughs> so there's the big fight around. Um, we, Wait, I Dan. Think it's, be, before it's we go on, Washington though, Square Park. 
Did, I, I'm trying to remember. Did Bebop talk in this episode? Yes. Did you recognize his voice? Oh, I did. I can't remember though. Was it Fred Armisen? JB Smoove. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's Dude, funny. there's some there's some really weird and cool casting in the show. Like Slash is Corey Feldman, who was Donatello in the first movie. So they That's have funny. like a lot of this uh, really yeah. cool stuff. Yeah. Um I can't think of JB Smoove vocal performance without thinking of the plant in Harley Quinn now. Poison Ivy's oh, yeah. plant. Yeah. I'll always be Leon to me. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the ultimate, but, uh, but so did. yeah, Splinter and Shredder like form this like little alliance because he's like, Hey, I know you hate me, but if the earth is destroyed, you know, that ain't good. So, right. And, and there's, there's also a scene later on where April like yells at Shredder about Karai. Um, and Karai's not in this episode. This is a part of the show where she's gone missing. Um, mm-hmm. but like you see this, so at this point in the show, you find out that Karai is really Splinter's daughter and Shredder kidnapped her Splinter's at a young Splinter's daughter? Yeah. And, okay. and Shredder kidnapped her at a young age and raised her as his own. So there's this war going on in the whole series trying to get Karai back to the good side and like mm. trying to to show her the truth. And she finds out and it's it's really pretty deep stuff for a show that's pretty cheesy overall and corny um that's actually kind of cool i didn't know about that yeah i think the episode tales of the yokai which a lot of people brought up on the technodrome forum when i asked is a good episode that shows that whole backstory it's when um splinter was human and they're back in japan and the war between hamato yoshi and rokusaki so there's a lot of cool stuff going on here and this episode just touches on it so it does have a little bit of everything that i like about it which I hope that you are intrigued by and want to at least watch more of some of it. So it's so adorable when Jeff monologues about Ninja Turtles. Oh, I can do (laughs) the the next uh, talking to myself episode will just be me talking about Ninja Turtles. So, so here's another weird thing that happens um, that apparently is a part of this show that I wasn't aware of. April O'Neil has superpowers. Yeah. um, It's not like (laughs) crazy, but she does have some psychic abilities and, Splinter is also teaching her ninjutsu. So she's yeah. she's learning how to fight but I'm I'm not super into it but I I think that they don't overdo it and make it crazy. Like this this was a culmination of 3 seasons worth of like slow teases and build up. So it's not like she does this every episode. Right. It's really bad. Really really bad. That's that's um. fine. <laughs> So the I do like this big battle in Washington Square Park. It feels right. almost like like a series finale or something um it's a season finale but yeah yeah but it definitely feels like as we'll get to at the end of this that the show's about to pivot because this is like every character i mean i didn't watch the show but i can assume this is like a lot of the characters that they've come across throughout the series the main most of the main characters yeah yeah having a big big throwdown um michelangelo gets captured at one point but it feels kind of useless because he's like immediately rescued and i don't really remember like why or how or anything but i did love the only part that like really actually made me laugh was they were trying to get like the coordinates from michelangelo they're like reading his mind but then um the i i guess the uh the krang was like all i can detect is some sort of substance called pizza and i was yeah, like it's pretty funny. good yeah i like that uh the biggest part of this episode or triceraton i'm sorry for me that worked the best is um when like splinter and uh shredder have like one hail mary opportunity to stop the uh black hole weapon and they go charging for it and uh shredder just kills splinter and yeah I was like yeah that that actually works character wise because he's the type of character that would like watch the world burn just to defeat splinter and that's yes. literally what he did he sacrificed the earth just so that he could win like a sassy queen uh-huh and uh, uh, if I was Splinter, I probably would have seen that coming. Like, you don't negotiate with a madman, basically. I mean, maybe he maybe he thought that they would stop the threat and then it would come to that. But he didn't right. care. Um, I, I, I think Splinter was basically like, hey, our war will continue once there's an earth. Right. Right. So, yeah, um, I do think it was bold and very sassy of this show to destroy the entire planet and everyone that we just watched and cared about, except for, like, our series leads. Mm -hmm. So, like, remind me, who gets rescued by um, 
uh professor honeycut it's the, uh, the turtles the turtles april and casey no spl- no splinter because he's dead splinter's dead he's very so i'm assuming that um and then we get like what's honeycut's code fugitoid fugitoid yeah fugitoid is like we're gonna go on an adventure and casey jones cracks a really fun joke and i if i was turtles <laughs> i'd be like bro our fucking dad just got murdered and the i was thinking the exact same thing yeah i I, like, I, I wrote this down too because i forgot about this but that is what's wrong with this show literally nutshell the earth just exploded and casey jones goes this is awesome is it yeah. casey jones is it really <laughs> i'd be like you're a fucking sociopath sorry Sorry, Jim. <laughs> I mean, um, he is, but yeah, I, I I don't like that. But I do. Th- this does set up for the next season, which is in space, which the turtles have gone to before in different mm-hmm. uh, forms of media, which yeah. I think is very cool. And Fugitoid is like my top five favorite turtles characters of all time. Did you notice who voiced him, Dan? I don't remember. David Tennant, the tenth Doctor. Oh, really? No, oh, I didn't put that together. I didn't. Yeah, think, I didn't know that either. So Wibbly Wobbly Timey is probably going to happen. Very cool stuff. Um, Guys, so, I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that throughout the course of their adventures, they may try to bring Earth back. Just well, going to guess. I did continue watching this when it was on Hulu. And like the first one minute of season four's opening is them talking about traveling through time to find these pieces of the thing. So like, yeah, that's what they're going to be doing. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if they just hard pivoted and were like, so forget cool. about we're Earth. Space I would have yeah. loved that. But yeah, the next season is them trying to use and not travel through time but like use the gravity of you know like theoretical physics how like time is all in a circle and like use yeah. that and they have one attempt to fix it and if they don't they can never go back it's, it's wibbly wobbly right. timey wimey like you said guys hear me out let's for patreon the three of us let's write a comic book miniseries <laughs> that's an alternate season four where they give up on earth <laughs> And the they become turtles, space pirates. Oh, even better. The turtles find an abandoned planet. They kill Casey Jones and they just basically <laughs> take turns impregnating o- April O'Neil to create a race of human what turtle hybrids f- to populate this planet. Dan, uh, Dan, what is like what goes in this cartoon? Yeah, and they're like 15. What goes on in your head, Dan? <laughs> Jeff, you were thinking it. You probably have it written down in a diary somewhere. <laughs> they actually do have a part. green. Yeah. <laughs> they actually do have an episode where they meet Mona Lisa, which she's like a salamander. And Raphael asks uh, Casey if it would be okay if a turtle and a salamander hooked up. <laughs> wow. It's, it's kind of cool. weird. Um, so other than uh, we have like the story out of the way, what did you think about the aesthetics of the show? Like uh, the character design, animation, the theme song, the music, the voice act. What did you think about all of that that makes it a cartoon? <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's um, it's all over the place for me, depending on like the category. So right, like, I agree. Um, character design. Hmm. I I don't love the character design. I, I can live with the turtle stuff. Like some of the aesthetics are weird, like the big fat legs. I I know that like goes back to the original sketches by Eastman and Laird. Yeah. Um, those are fine, and I can even like live with like the human human type figures like april casey stuff like that um it's the ancillary characters where it feels like they were like let's get creative and bold that i don't think are a big success oh like um, who uh like bebop and rocksteady okay like something about well, like i don't know rocksteady's kind of thick and rhino-y but bebop yeah, I, I understand he's like a skinny warthog he's a warthog and he has big long skinny legs i don't know some of it doesn't work and like obviously like they're messing with anatomy and like what could physically exist on earth and be able to walk on two legs is like questionable but whatever that's not a huge sticking point for me um i think the animation is strong like everything has a really nice flow the the fight scenes seem fluid the gravity makes sense i love in the fight scenes throughout the series when they go in like stealth or like battle mode they their pupils go away i'm a fan of and a lot of times like especially when they're in like the dark and in the shadows the animation looks really really cool yeah the theme song was fine i mean it it did everything it needs to do which is like to be the original theme song but with a rap beat yeah i I like like the new theme song yeah it's probably my favorite of the theme songs i have to say what i thought was the weakest part animation wise um and i didn't expect this was an 
I think it's just a way of saving money on computer animated cartoons. The backgrounds were like super flat and stagnant. Like uh, it felt like they were just like having like a lot of this battle stuff took place in Washington Square Park. And if they weren't immediately interacting with the environment, it felt like um, the old like Pokemon backgrounds where it's like <laughs> one screen that just repeats over and over again. I'll I agree with you, especially like especially when they're on like spaceships it's just like very yeah. smooth backgrounds yeah yeah i kind of looked at that as the aesthetic where like it's supposed to be like a comic book but like they're the ones moving um that's maybe. just kind of how i took it it felt like early like 90s or maybe not like late 90s cd-rom computer game like <laughs> yes Sims. i know exactly what you're talking about uh, you may- know what i'm maybe saying maybe in these episodes but like the early parts of season three when they retreat to the woods there's some there's a lot of cool scenery and backgrounds a lot of the stuff that's like in the sewers or in their lair or just like it's and in space when it gets like all bright and neon and weird there's some cool stuff so I, it might vary based on the episodes and i'll say that the voice acting varies too i mean i think um I liked Seth Green replacing uh, what's his Jason name from Biggs. Jason Biggs. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was a good choice. He's better. Well, plus Ron Paulson is Donatello, who was the original Raphael. But yeah, like I, Michelangelo yeah. is intolerable. It, he's the absolute worst part about this show for me, like hands down. Yeah, because he's every kid's favorite. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's some cool performances in the voice stuff, and then there's some bad. Like, uh, the dude who does Shredder, is that, what's his name? That Kevin Clay? Michael Richardson, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where did I get Clay from? Um, I know who like you're a, talking about. I can't think of the name, though. But, uh, yeah, he's good. I mean, there's some good and there's some bad. I thought Shredder um, looked really good in this cartoon, too. I thought he was one of the best-looking Shredders in a cartoon I've seen. Yeah, some of it's I, cool. I still stand 2K3 Shredder, but I, I think yeah. he's fine. I think he's, he's cool. just a monster. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's like hit or miss, depending on like what you're looking for in animation, but uh, I don't have a lot more overall um, thoughts. I mean, this is weird because I don't know where this is going to go. I still think it's going to be a no, but I I don't know. You you said <laughs> you're a lot more positive right now than I thought you would be. Mm. My my final push is that uh, it's five seasons. Like I said, I I don't want you to watch everything. I want you to I want you to say yes if you're interested in watching any of it. Like if the Karai stuff interests you, let me know. I'll give you a list of episodes to watch. If the space stuff interests you, like if there's enough there that you liked or thought that you liked more than you did, or you want to watch any of it, I think you should be a yes. Okay. I want you to want me, Dan. Yeah. Was I able to, after multiple failed attempts <laughs> to talk you into the 2012 Nickelodeon series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. Nah. And furthermore, <laughs> I don't know if we can be friends anymore because you don't know anything about me. I hated this so much. <laughs> there was very little oh, redeemable boy. about this, Jeff. And frankly, like, how could you watch five seasons of this? I'm ashamed for you. <laughs> It was spread over five years, and I didn't, I didn't watch it like every week when it came out. But I bought the DVDs, and there's some cool shit at the end. Like they have, they have an. I think the series was supposed to end with it like jumping far into the future, where um, it doesn't even matter. There's no point. No, in me telling it doesn't. Them. None of this matters. It's all, it's all bad. This is a child show, and it's poorly done for a children's show. Stop, stop watching this. Stop was, committing thought to this. There was nothing you liked about it. I don't think so. I, I when Mondo Gecko came out and I recognized his voice, I was like, "Cool!" And then he immediately like fell off his skateboard and did like a big pratfall. <laughs> Ugh, I'm dumb. <laughs> like everything was just backdoored with like a really bad joke. Like everything. And then like uh. the one thing that I thought was cool, which is how it ended, like Splinter's dead and the Earth blows up, and Casey's like radical, and that's how the show <laughs> yeah. ends. I thought that was, was like real bad too. I want to vomit and then eat my own vomit and then go to sleep. <laughs> and just just leave the vomit in your stomach to be yeah. re- just like a just like a dog in a pet shop waiting for an owner to buy it. Okay, so wow. <laughs> since, since I'm not I'm done, just, Jeff. Oh, at one point, <laughs> at one point I, when I was watching the show, you guys were texting. Yeah, yeah, this fucking pisses me off. Sorry, Jim. <laughs> this is supposed to be my birthday present, and you gave me one of the worst things we've ever done on this podcast. And, and I knew it 
when you said it and I was like, is this a practical joke? Turns out it was just your bad memory. But anyways, you guys were texting <laughs> yes. me while I was watching this and I snapped you like a picture of me watching the show. Yeah. And like when I did that, I, I also sent that picture to um, a lady that I've been talking to and her response was like, what are you doing with your life? And I was like, I don't know. I need a change. <laughs> so please Dan's stop giving the me podcast. stuff like this. <laughs> okay, how about this? To make it up for you, we're supposed to record uh, a first half of uh, one of my topics today. Let's switch that because it's not topical or anything. Let's switch Jeff, that to Uncanny X-Force. Let's switch it to Uncanny X-Force like I wanted to give you. And I will make it up to you because this that is a great comic series. Oh. I'm, I don't like changing plans, but I guess I'll go along for the ride. <laughs> I, I need. I want to make it up for you. I thought that maybe there might be a chance. Maybe I can introduce you to some turtle stuff that you like, but uh, I, f- I failed. And yeah. you, off mic, you did say that I had a great memory and I proved you wrong on mic. So let, yeah. let's let's change that. We already pushed also this topic off mic. Also off mic. I said that we've been friends for 20 years and goodbye. <laughs> so you said anyway, that exactly so, like the AOL guy. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was actually really good. I thought it was the AOL guy. It was unintentional. I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. All right. So in two episodes from now, because we're recording another episode, in two episodes from now, I'll talk both of you into Uncanny X Force. I'll cleanse you your palate. Try. I th- <laughs> I think I'll be successful. I'll cleanse your palate of the the sh- vomit taste of this series. Yeah. Uh, just uh, out of curiosity jim what did you think of this i thought it was fine like uh, it was definitely a, a kid's cartoon but there were there was some stuff where i was like mm. um i thought some of the stuff was cool like i liked how casey on his hockey stick it said eastman on it i was like oh that's a little thing yeah we need to find like something ninja turtles that jimmy hasn't gotten into that's actually good so we can like tell the world that there is good ninja turtle stuff i can yeah. we can do that i have some ideas so jimmy would you have been a yes or a no oh i would have been a no <laughs> Jeff, you should have been a no in in life. Yeah, I'm like I think overall I am a no. <laughs> but you gave it to me on my birthday, you son of a bitch. That's like Jimmy. you wrapping up a turd and being like I don't like this thing, but you might, I don't know why. Happy I mean, birthday. I kind of I kind of get this episode because it literally had like everything that you like about turtles in one like episode. But then oh, it don't also get me had wrong. all the bad stuff. Don't get me wrong. If everything plot-wise from this episode happened in the IDW comic book series, right. I would have absolutely loved it. But that just goes to show you, like, a friend of our pod, Dave Gonzalez, you know, he hosts a show about spoilers and stuff like that. And he always says, like, it's not the plot. It's the execution that makes right. something good or bad. Right. So uh, let's hope uh, X-Men whatever is good. <laughs> the uncanny x-force yeah yeah well Did jeff leave no i'm right here oh he's you're being here. awfully quiet are you crying no my wife just <laughs> walked in the room with a giant plate of food and i'm trying to mime her that i just had explosive diarrhea and can't eat it <laughs> but <laughs> without saying anything hi baby I wish, and wife i wish your camera was on so i could see how you mime explosive diarrhea so i una tortuguita una mascarita you need a cinco pies no soy chiquita well guys that was an episode of talk wasn't it wasn't it all it sure was. was didn't it contain um, all the things we love like the three of us and talking and we did we did talk did we into each other Could, do you want to into each other <laughs> I think we were recording remotely even then, which we are now. So, yes, we were strikes. Yes. Well, that was right when the vaccine started coming out. It was one of our last remote sessions um, before we we went back to live action. Um, Yeah. Speaking of live action next week, we're or next episode. We are we're getting back into the the groove of things. TMNT talk me into proper with TMNT movies back Back in the the TMNT groove. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the live action movies. So that will be fun. I bet you some of them are better than this cartoon. I bet you most or of them are. They? Well, I don't know about that one. There's some pretty bad ones. Cool. Cool. 
Yeah. So were we talked into into it? Nope. We sure were. It's it's not great. I will defend parts of it, as I said in the episode. But overall, not a great show. Better than Rise. Not a great show. Stinky it did have David Tennant as fugitoid. So it did. That was like the one of the best moments. I mean, there was. There still are good parts, and it's. I hate saying it because, like, stop, Jeff. Don't go. Remember when Earth was destroyed and the turtles were like, "Yeah, let's go on an adventure." (laughs) Crack jokes. (laughs) Our father's f***ing dead. Let's go on a space adventure with this robot. I have to edit it, and I don't have your little tracking software. Why do you? (laughs) Why do you do that to me? Because it's fun. Well, thank you for listening to Talking Into. What will we talk you into next? Turtles. 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 and don't have a fun fact so um, I only had two you guys started off and I'll uh, I'll think of one all right but I'll count us down first count us down turtles count it off <laughs> uh one two three we clapped yeah Right. by the code of the martial, the martial arts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was going to do an impression of like 14-year-old Jimmy, but Hi. That's, Hi. that's just my voice. <laughs> we both Jeff went and I both die. <laughs> Welcome to Jimmy Fitch's blogs. Spider-Man actually has a belt that shows his spider logo. <laughs> oh. That's such an inside joke. I am yeah, also I'm recording. Okay. I'll count <clears throat> this down. <laughs> as soon as everyone's all clear <laughs> Well, I, I woke free. up like 10 minutes ago. I'm very... Watch out for the phlegm. Uh-uh. Okay.